The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. We got the New Year Six Bowls happening. As always, we're brought to you by MyBookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your first deposits all the way up to $1,000. Get off the couch and get into the action today with MyBookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros. Double in that first deposit all the way up to $1,000. We're finally, uh, we're getting close here to real games. Real games that matter. Real games that actually matter. We got one on right now. <clears throat> sure don't. I don't think any of these games matter. Sure don't. How do you figure that the New Year's Six Bulls, aside from the CFP ones, matter? I, I am starting to lean that way more and more. I mean, life matter? I, I, think they, I think they're cool, but you, you're, you're the one that's a cunt about it, so... I because I, I don't really think they matter and we'll get to it. But you're um, a hater. It, it's not that we're just not seeing nobody's playing. Well, um, before we get into all this, there's a we, let's do a couple of house cleaning things. Yeah. <clears throat> so first, uh, this dude is buying the the sons for uh, four billion. Oh shit! They Who is it today? Who is it? His name is uh, Fuckface McGee. Where is it? Ah. Well, I loved his work when he was at uh, Office Depot. The fuck. Hold on. Um, so the Suns were purchased four billion something Ishbia, Matt Ishbia. Okay, it, he apparently has an intense business rivalry with uh, the guy that owns the Cavaliers, which is interesting. Gotta love that. Oh no, shit. Gotta love yeah. personal Dan it's, Gilbert. Well, they're yeah. both in the mortgage business. Yeah. So, but they have mm. like it, it's like fucking Jack Donaghy and uh, what's his nuts Devin. Uh, uh, what the fuck's his name? Sala. Banks, Devin Devin Banks. Banks. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Will so- Arnett's character from Thirty Rock. It's mm-hmm. really funny. Um, they're both in the mortgage business. Yeah. Great time to be in it with Biden administration. You're up to eight uh, percent if you're looking to buy now. So have fun with that. And that's that, if you have perfect credit. But that's now the standard for an NBA team. It's four billion dollars because that's the same thing God that uh, it, Balmer dude. paid for the Clippers. No, so, Balmer paid two and a half. Uh, I think with. The article I read earlier with inflation, they paid a basically the same amount of money. That would be correct. But let's face it, inflation has really jacked the fuck up since Balmer bought that team. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> that makes sense for sure. Well, no, Balmer was $2 billion, but yeah. that was in 2014. Yeah. Um, and then Joe Sy spent $2.35 billion. But the, the reason that it's, um, that it's interesting is because the NBA wants to expand to two more teams, which means – Two more people that can throw four billion, or teams, or people, or groups that can throw four billion on the table, because that's what the NBA will require. Whatever the max value of a current franchise is, sure, or or, or whatever to purchase a franchise, that's what they charge for the buy-in or whatever. Who the fuck would get that money, it. Dan? Like, where uh, would that money go? That's not like they're buying it from someone else. Well, no. so the branding to develop all the branding yeah. for the league, the initial purchases of everything, contracts. I mean, it's it's a big business. 
Uh, the other the other part of this is uh, what cities. The only one that I can think of <clears throat> that would be number one would probably be Seattle, simply because even with the Supersonics, yeah, they sold out every single home game, um, and they didn't have issues with fan attendance. It was uh, simply ownership. Seattle, one hundred percent, is getting another team. Okay, um, there's rumors about Vegas. Oh shit, Vegas would be bomb, yeah. dude. Um, Damn, that's right. So but then those are, those are the two. Yeah. Uh, Seattle for sure. Vegas is is the most likely. I can't Vegas that you know that would be worth like six billion dollars, yeah. dude. If you went to Vegas, you could never win a championship there. Why not? Because half your team would be fucking in jail or out with VD. I know. Like it would crazy. just be like it would just. You can't have anyone play. Like you would have to have like all, all, like all like ex BYU players. You can ball. Shit, you can dude. ball with fucking herpes, bro. Yeah, you, you can ball with herpes. Uh, Rodman me. did it. Rodman <laughs> yeah, no did it. Shit. He's right behind me. He's got like a fucking herpes the size of my head. On he sure does. Um, he sure does. Anyways, the other uh, interesting thing that happened this afternoon. Okay. <clears throat> so, Carlos Correa was supposed to get announced today. He signed that huge contract with the Giants. With the Giants, yeah, 13 and years. The announcement's now been postponed because, according to some inside sources, they found some uh, troubling things in his physical. Woo! Really? Mm-hmm. Man, that would suck for him. That's a shit ton of it money. Just sa- all it says is a, a medical issue was flagged during his physical. Might be a heart thing, then. Yeah, myocarditis. Yeah. Might like, be a heart seriously. thing. Seriously. Or what did uh, Chris <clears throat> Bosch have with his lungs? He had, like, clots in his lungs? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was uh, th- th- those are yeah because they usually find something later on. Was and it's it like all right. what did Alonzo Mourning have the same thing? Was it clots, blood clots in his lungs? I think so. It was something like that, yeah. right? Because he had this. He sat out a couple of years and then finally had to retire as yeah. well. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah. Hopefully he's all right. I really I like Carlos Correa. He's a good player. Yeah, that that would suck, man. Um. <clears throat> we'll see. That's uh. That's that's a crazy story. And like any other case the deal he signed is subject to the results of the physical. So they may be reworking some different kind of deal. I mean, he signed a 13 year fucking deal, taking him out to 41 years old. And if there's any kind of blemish on his physical, oh, that yeah. that's not happening. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Anyways, on to college football. Yeah. College football. What do we have on now? Delco, the world famous Idaho potato bowl, just the famous Idaho. Potato oh, that's right. Bowl. They took off world. What, yeah, what happened? People in Idaho don't want to acknowledge that there's countries other than the United States, and I don't blame them. I guess. Why would you? It's Idaho, first of all. So Idaho is made up primarily. Now there's a lot of L.A. transplants, but it's mostly wilderness people and militias. Yeah. That's what Idaho really is, right? And potato farmers, I guess. I think they took off the world because of uh, Ireland's. Ireland's is probably still more famous, right? Why would no? I mean, the only thing that, the only potato stuff they've been famous for is not having them. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, so that's how good they were, Bob. Is that everybody yeah. ate them? So yeah, that that they're, they're probably one. Idaho is two. Sorry about it. So they probably made them take the name off. I understand that. Um, we'll go back to what you said about uh, not being amped about these two other games here. I, yes, uh, it's true, and um, a lot of people have asked me about uh, why haven't I placed any bets. And post them in Drinking Bro Sports for for the bowl games. There's too many people out, and I don't trust it. I don't know who to pick in some of these games. Not in this game. Um, Everyone's playing in this game. Oh, and uh, yeah, yeah. What is it? Who, who are the two teams? My Eastern Michigan Eagles versus yeah. uh, the San Jose State. They all should be playing. They have nothing Did you say to live for. My no. well, I'm on them today. Mine yeah. for the day. So he actually <laughs> bet two hundred dollars on this game. No lie. Did you go money line? Money line. They're on up, Eastern Michigan? Yeah, they're up 23-13 right now. Shit. Congratulations. Because it was I, just cold? 
It was 13 nothing San Jose State, and then it was like the line was like 13 and a half, so I live lined it. <laughs> yeah. Live lines are fun. That's some junky ass shit, though. Uh, and I love it. But uh, yeah, man, as, as far as these, um, these two games that are outside uh, the, the college football playoffs, I, I'll explain why. Like, it's, it's, it's the same thing I've been bitching about all year, um, essentially. Like, I want to see the best play in all of this, and they're not. Um, first up is this uh, Tennessee Clemson game. Um, this is the Orange Bowl. Big deal. Should be. Uh, not anymore. Um, so Jalen Hyatt decided to sat, sit out of this one. He's a first-round pick. Yeah, Hooker's already out for the year. Hooker's already out for the year in this one. And uh, <laughs> is there anybody else, Bob, who is sitting out for Tennessee in this game? Do we know Let me that? look it up. Um, let's see. I mean, so with Clemson, uh, I think I have a list right here. Uh, Simpson, the linebacker from Clemson, I don't think is playing. Okay, is he going pro? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Murphy. Miles Murphy's not playing. Well, yeah. Two, two pro. So their two best defensive players basically uh, uh, are, are out. Yeah. And then the best offensive player who's still alive <laughs> because Hooker's dead um, is out in this one. Uh, also, you know, and, and the spread is minus six for Clemson. Also for Clemson, uh, DJ Ukulele mm. uh, is not only out of this game; he has transferred out of the team permanently, yeah. so he is gone. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Clemson's probably going to win this game pretty easily. That's what I think. I mean, it's Clemson minus six right now, yeah. and um, I, I like Klubnik. He's still great. I don't know what's the backup, because it's Milton who is the backup of uh, Michigan, and he was fucking terrible at Michigan. Uh, he'll be playing for Tennessee, but he doesn't have Hyatt there. I don't know where they generate offense from, because uh, I still see Shipley playing in this game, the running back for Clemson. I think Klubnik is... They're starting quarterback, and he's pretty goddamn good. Clemson's offense is more or less unaffected. Right. Yeah, so they're, right. they're going to score. Their, their defense, particularly their pass rush, is affected by those two guys going out. But remember, Clemson's a defensive powerhouse mm-hmm. and has been since 2014 or so. But their two best defenders are out. Sure, but there's probably two fucking dudes that are going to come up and play those positions that are going to surprise people. I think – and you can – the, the over under sixty three and a half. That's pretty fucking high. So there. That's what I was looking at. Like, why is it so high with with the two best <laughs> defenders out for Clemson? I guess. Well, I I don't understand why it's so high with uh, with Tennessee not having any real offense to speak of that's played together on the same field at the same time. I don't either. They trust the uh, hypo system. <sighs> that's that's not going to get you man. far. I mean, no. Yeah, well, it'll it'll put up points usually. Against a great defense like Clemson, I don't know if that's the case. I don't but we'll know how see. Many other guys Maybe are playing though. Yeah, but, we'll but see. But like, here's like, and here's the other interesting part of this. And I know uh, I, I always tell you guys this: you can look at the ticket prices to see what the actual interest is in these games. Um, now, this is the Sugar Bowl, big deal for years and years and years. Tickets are on Drinking Bros. Tickets are fifty two dollars right now. Never, ever in the history of the Sugar Bowl have you been able to get tickets for $52 yeah, that's to the fucking Sugar Bowl for Tennessee and Clemson, both with great fan bases um, and both travel. I've been <laughs> to Ohio State Clemson games before. Uh, Clemson fans travel. They are there. Uh, they're polite, by the way, actually, too. Uh, I don't mind the Clemson fans. Uh, Tennessee, you, you would figure they would be amped. This is their first fucking big six game ever, right? I mean, they've won. They won a national championship in 2000 with uh, with Leak, but um, they have never been to any form of playoff or a Big Six game 
in the history of their program, right? Besides uh, the national championship? What? No. I mean, they've definitely been in like a Orange Bowl before. Yeah, they've like been a, in the B, they've been in a BCS Bowl or two. But like, yeah, a not not time. while it was branded New Year's Six. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. So like, you're you'd have to go back 20 years, right? More than that. Well, 20 years was the national championship. No, um, tw- or, I'm sorry, 22, 22 years. 22 years, and then it would have been. I think 97 was the year before that where they were in a major bowl game. Maybe, yeah, yeah. So. Um, the fact that tickets are this low <laughs> tells you that even their fans don't really give a shit about this game, and uh, uh, it's very odd. Um, yeah, I mean, you would think that the bowl selection committee would take that into consideration. I mean, why, is there something wrong with them visiting with the teams and saying, hey, who's going to play and who's not? Give us a no-bullshit assessment here, and then make uh, make a selection that's based on the talent on the field and not the names of the teams. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I think... It's the winner of the ACC, right? And then the, the I guess, the highest-ranked SEC team, which it would have been LSU, but LSU got bounced properly by, by Georgia. So Tennessee's left. Tennessee is still at six right now um, in this poll. So, yeah, it's, it's a, it, on paper, it is a six-versus-seven matchup. I don't know where else you would go besides that. Unless you're trying to sell tickets. <clears throat> So you would think the fan bases would be big enough to sell One would think, yeah. I mean, Tennessee and Clemson have great fans. So, like, I, it's, it's odd. So I, the, like, Orange, the Orange Bowl is the top team from the ACC champion, or if they're in a BCS Bowl, then the top team after that. Yep. Versus, um, versus the top opponent from either the Big Ten, SEC, or Notre Dame. Okay. De- depending on the year. All right. So I I believe That's the only yeah. game this is the only game you could make then because yeah. out of the Big Ten, <laughs> two of the, the final four are Big Ten teams. So Ohio State and Michigan are playing in the in the actual playoffs. I mean it could have been LSU. Uh, Penn State is not ranked as high as these two teams. To be honest, LSU probably could have been in this game too, but Tennessee is ranked higher. They're ranked higher. And yeah. they've got two less losses. But I think Tennessee or L- LSU's current composition on the field is probably better than the team Tennessee is going to put out there. Yes. Right? Yeah. So who knows? I mean, that's what I'm saying. You have a conversation with these motherfuckers about that and see what's up. I mean, even Alabama. Why, why not Alabama instead of fucking uh, Clemson, Alabama? Well, that's I, I, uh, But Alabama's in the next one. They're, in the, in, they're in the Sugar Bowl, I know, so they had a, to go there. But a national – well, who's typically in the Sugar Bowl? Is that typically the – It's usually the SEC. It's yeah, usually, it's the, usually best, the SEC. The best, if the Sugar Bowl is not a playoff bowl. <clears throat> yep. It is usually the best SEC team not mm. in the playoffs. It's the winner of the SEC championship game if they're not in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- did Alabama win the SEC championship? No, no they, they didn't play. They didn't play in it. They didn't even play in it. But they're the best. They're the, they're the best non-playoff team. team. Right. They're better than Tennessee. At, at the, in this current iteration. Yeah. So how do you, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. How do you figure that? So the Sugar Bowl took into account what you were saying, where like hookers hurt. Oh, okay. Good. Injured. Yeah. That, make, that makes sense then. And so Alabama's at five. So basically, Tennessee's at six. Clemson's getting a consolation opponent. Correct. Wouldn't it have been? I mean, it, look. I, um, I would also Alabama's playing Kansas State, and that's going to be it's it's listed at minus six and a half. Alabama's going to win this game by twenty five points. Everybody's we'll get, playing for Bama. We'll get to that later. Yeah, not yeah, we'll, get, we'll get to that later. I talked to I had uh, you'll you'll see this show in the new year. I did um, a citizen with David Hookstead, who we'll have on here too. He's a young guy that does sports shit for uh, Outkick, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know he said some weird shit in the past, but 
who has some funny stuff. I think <laughs> some people criticize it before, but I think it's pretty funny. At any rate, we were talking about that this morning. <clears throat> Imagine going into fucking Saban's office and be like, "Hey, coach, I'm not playing." <laughs> you think they just wanted to avoid the conversation? Yeah, you don't fucking want. You don't want that smoke. You. This is the first time I. This is a meaningless game, more or less, and probably. The first or second pick and the and the fifth or sixth pick are both still playing. Yeah, you don't see this at much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we're giving Kansas State enough credit. You, oh well, so what? Hang on. So so let me ask you this. All right. So that's the <laughs> next game. We you and I both have Clemson in that first game. Um, just because. I, yeah, I think at minus six you're still pretty same safe, here. Yeah. I'm going to take it at minus six, uh, and plus at that point there'll be nothing to bet on on a Friday night. So I'll definitely gamble on this. Like the junkie me will put mm. money on Clemson. Um, Alabama's up next. Um, again, this is tough here. This is the, the, the fucking sugar bowl. All right. Five versus nine and tickets are $32, $32 for a sugar bowl game with Alabama in it. There's better things to do in New Orleans and watch Alabama beat the Christ out of Kansas State. So I would have said the same thing, right? So let's say you're going to New Orleans for New Year's, which is a blast. (laughs) I love New Orleans. Uh, Same thing with, by the way, with uh, uh, the game before, the Orange Bowl. Miami's a blast. Even if you were just in Miami for Mm. New Year's with your wife or friends or whatever. There's better shit to do than watch this game where the top players aren't playing. I understand. But but if you look at the time of this game, this is an 11 a.m. game. You have nothing to do from 11 to 2 o'clock in the afternoon in New Orleans. And it's a, it's a quick walk down to the French Quarter. So, like, why not get fucked up, go see your team play, go see him trounce Kansas State, and then go back and fucking party and go out for New Year's. Like, it doesn't make sense that tickets are $32 for this game. It's Alabama against Kansas State. The line is <laughs> Alabama minus 6.5. Why doesn't it make sense? It's a giant fucking stadium. For New you're Orleans? At, yeah, you're looking at $32 for what? Like nosebleeds? Y- yes, thir- $32, $32 a, for, for nosebleeds there. It's a massive stadium. A massive stadium and Alabama? Why would they travel for Yeah, this? Alabama doesn't give a fuck. Uh, that's what I'm saying. No one cares Kansas about State these does. games anymore. Kansas State does. But Kansas State doesn't have any mm. fans. If there's one yes, school, they do. No, no. If there's, they do. And if there's one school that's allowed to not give a fuck about a consolation bowl... It's Alabama. It's the most... It's the best cultural ball dynasty of all time. Yeah. And They're, Kansas State really gives a fuck. There's the, going to be a giant fan. Like the, it's, it's probably going to be 75, 25. The Kansas mezzanine State. level is like 400 bucks, and the lower level, you can get them for 200. Actually, you can get them for like 100, 100 bucks. For um, lowers? For, lo- for lowers, oh yeah. But damn. so look, it, one. But there's a lot of seats in this fucking state. There's a lot of seats, and only one of the two teams are going to show out for it. Yeah. <clears throat> By the way, let's get to the showing out part because I. I don't want to hear this crap about underestimating Kansas State. Why? Because they're going to win the game. Oh my god, they dude. are. I is there a, is there a line an alt line I can take where it's uh, Alabama fucking yes. minus you can. fifteen you or can. something? Go ahead and look, at, go ahead and look yeah. at Alabama's record when they don't they play in games that aren't playoff games. I don't care. I, I don't care that. either. I don't and think Kansas State is is very good. Um, with Alabama, my, my one honest question is. Do these guys play one series and then sit out? Like, how is that no, going to no. work? No, they'll play the whole game. You think Bryce Young is going to yep. the number one pick in the draft is going to play the entire game? Yeah, he's going to play a lot of it. Yeah, 
I mean, he, he especially, and if it's showcase at the end, the whole game. So yeah. the only it's reason a showcase game. This is what Saban does when he's not in the playoff. He tries to annihilate teams like this. Yeah. Although they don't, they don't always perform that well. But he wants to do it because you want that fucking carryover to the next season. Like he's there. He's one position out of the playoff right now. So if somebody shows up like TCU and gets completely wiped the fuck out, which is probably what's going to happen, is like should have been us. Yeah. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? It's the kind of guy. I can tell you what. Here's the thing. So I can tell you what Joey Bosa did for <laughs> Ohio State when when they were in this game against. Uh, it was the Fiesta Bowl. Same situation as Alabama's in right now. Um, they had two losses. They were right on the outside getting in. They were at five, and then they played Notre Dame. Joey Bosa was was going first in the draft. Mm-hmm. Do you know what he did opening series? Because he was like, no, I'm going to play, I'm going to play, I'm going to play. He took his head and head-butted the other fucking player and got ejected on the third play of the game and made sure that he got the fuck out of there and never played again. Um, I don't see any of these starters playing the entire game for Alabama. Therefore, I can't bet on this because I think for Bryce Young, he literally is the number one pick in the draft. Like that is, that he's going to the Texans, right? I think we can all agree on that. No. Who, who's going one? I mean, you could make an argument for like probably 10 different people at this point. But what does Houston really need? A quarterback. And if you're going to fill that stadium and put asses in the seats, it's got to be a quarterback. That's the guy. I think Bryce Young is great. Right. But there could be like at the combine, somebody goes off and he, all of a sudden he moves up everybody's draft board. But the, the, you know, the only person I see leapfrogging uh, people really like Bryce Levis. Young. Uh, but the only person I see, I, I like Levis. I, I think he's built like a big quarterback. Whether or not he ends up being great, we'll see. He had no help at Kentucky. But the only other person I see leapfrogging, Bryce Young, ironically, is Will Anderson, mm. who's in this game as well. And if I'm him, I don't fucking play this this game either. Well, um, they're going to. Uh, a, a note on Saban's team is getting worked in non-playoff games or whatever, like bowl games that are what a consolation bowls. That was true. Uh, and that happened in 2014 against Oklahoma and a couple times before that. However, this is his second bowl game. Like, that was eight, eight years ago at this point. The last time he played, Saban team played in a non-playoff bowl was 2020. So for the 2019 season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they beat the shit out of Michigan. Well, everybody did. I'm just saying. Yeah. So it's, it's <laughs> old intel, I guess, to say. Yeah. Like, Saban's teams get worked in non-game. Cause that was so like, are, both that, the, are both of you guys taking Kansas State? No, I'm, I'm, Kansas. I'm Bama all the way. Yeah. You're taking, and you're I, taking Kansas State? I, I think I would take Kansas State with the points, and I would actually sprinkle the money line. Because, A, I think the defense is really good. The co- they have a really good coach in climbing. And I, th- I would, like, I'm really looking at Will Howard to win the Heisman next year. For? Kansas State. The quarterback for Kansas State. The guy that threw... F- 15 touchdowns this year and he didn't for start like, the entire season okay i don't see that happening um they don't get enough press uh they're just kind of buried out i there. mean if they fucking stay top 10 next year they'll get press because it's a big deal tcu <clears throat> i mean look at that uh, they got fucking dicked on all year um so and they got in the playoff and lost to kansas state in the championship game yeah mm-hmm. so it's you know it kind of proves the point but proves the point that they can stay around who Kansas State next year. I, I don't think so. Maybe. I mean, if they get if they get blown up by Alabama in this game and TCU gets blown up in their fucking bowl game and their CFP game, people are just going to be like, oh, they didn't belong here in the first Texas place. has a huge recru- recruiting class next year. Oklahoma does. Like, <laughs> Texas what is What year never, did you say yeah. that in? Every single I, year forever. Either and way. Texas will never be good. Either way. Kansas State, what have they ever won? <laughs> ever. Uh, what is that? Actually, I won a lot. Actually, yeah. They're a pretty I, good program. I, they're I, upper let's, middle class. Let's start with this. How many games... 
in college football playoff history has the Big 12 won? There hasn't been that many like college football playoff games to begin with. Sure, but nine years. We've got nine years worth of them. How many have they won? That's 18 or on 27 games? Yep. How many have they won? Probably none. Zero. Mm-hmm. Zero games. How so about the Pac-12? All, so blame How about the Pac-12? Li- blame that on Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley doesn't show up. Uh, sorry. I, I, I can't. Because he took, got, an, he took good, another fucking team to one game away again. Lincoln Riley's a great coach. No, yeah. he's not. He's not. All right. Wait, you talk, what are, you, you, are you literally sitting here and saying they suck ass if they can't win a college football playoff game and then calling a guy who gets butt-fucked in college football playoff games a great coach? He's never won. How many, how many college football games has he won he's, in the playoffs? He's what's left is the problem. He's what's left, and he's right there. And he took a team that he just went to to all the way this close. They were this close. They were one quarterback injury away from not making the playoffs with a completely brand new team. That is very, very hard to do. That was a lot of words to say they didn't make the playoff. I, he was. You're saying if Almost? Ca- if Caleb Williams, Almost. if Caleb Williams. Well, I mean that's what you're saying about Kansas State, and they I'm not fucking suck. If about Kansas State, they fucking suck. No, they don't, they've won nothing. They, they've never they won a playoff program. game. But they live. They're a. They're in the Midwest. Like it's a really hard recruiting cell. Tough shit. The fact that that yeah, they're just like Nebraska won in the nineties. Got hurt. Nebraska, no, the 90s. Nebraska won in the nineties. It's a totally different game. When has Kansas State won a championship? Back in like the nineties. Where? They were the Bill Snyder year. What year did they win? Was it 99, 98, one of those years? Yeah, hold on. No, they lost the national championship. They sure did. They sure did. Dude, you were literally dancing between you have to win something to matter and then blowing Lincoln Riley for almost kind of getting to it. blowing Lincoln Riley to get outside right there. You're you're down to like five coaches who are any good in college football. Cool. So if That's you only it. pay attention to five fucking teams, I do. Why do you care about the sport? I you're do. You're the biggest fucking hater here. I, I, not uh, at all. Lincoln Riley. I like great football. I have a life. I have kids and a wife. I don't have time to watch anything Bro. outside of fucking. I don't have time to watch mediocrity like you, you watch do. Two teams then. If that's, that's, and you're right. That's all Bro, I watch. If you watch all Lincoln of Riley, my, my hard drive is for ten teams. This is if all, I didn't gamble on no. any of this shit. I wouldn't watch it. This is all bullshit. If there's a if there was a game on tonight and you got even a little bit bored, you would go gamble on it and watch that <laughs> yes. whole goddamn and game. And if it weren't for gambling, I wouldn't watch it. Gambling has literally saved college football. It has saved the NFL. It has saved all of sports. But gambling exists, so all the points you're making are moot. Uh, all, gambling ex- has existed for three years, guys. Except for it's the existed fact that forever. Three years. <laughs> forever. Three years. Kansas State legally, sucks. I think where I can bet on my phone, it has here. existed for three years. It's not legal here. It sure is on mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros will double your first deposit up to a thousand dollars. That's where I bet is on my phone. That's it. Legal and not illegal are kind of two different things. Sure, but if people cared about this game, tickets wouldn't be thirty-two fucking dollars. If the if I'm all of the not, the, the, the not, millions of Kansas State just fans, simply not true. Sure. It's, it's the playoffs are the only thing that are going to be like expensive in college football. Well, we'll see next year, right? When there's more teams in the playoff, and this game will mean something, right? We'll see if it's still because it's not sti- next year. It's going to be the future. Two years, whenever yeah. It is. yeah. Two years, whenever it is. Um, they're still going to have the games. There's still going to be at least one bowl game in Miami. There'll be a fucking uh, it, if not, there'll be a bowl game probably in Atlanta too, right? Yeah, and then there'll be one in New Orleans and yeah. wherever the fuck else they have them in uh, at the Rose Bowl. So we'll know them next year because there's big ass stadiums that don't usually get 
uh, uh, fans like that. 100%. 100%. And, and, and that's where I guess also, you'll know. Ticket prices with the expanded playoff, who even knows what's going to happen? Because how many games can you reasonably expect those people to travel yeah. to? And dish out that kind of money. Yeah. For it the will bleed them to like till the fans have no more money left. I mean, there's going to be pressure to keep those like to to seed those regionally. You'd think so people can travel is, to them. Isn't One this would what think they... it's got to be home games because other than that, like if you can't get people to travel, Tennessee hasn't been good for 22 years. Yeah, that's a good point. If there's if you can't get them to travel to the fucking to Miami, if there's three or four, I guess. It, it, Two, some teams are going to have buys, but there's going to technically be four rounds of playoffs once it starts, right? Yeah, I some of them yeah. are going to have to be home. But games. Tennessee was just going to be the, is going to be on campus. And yeah. Tennessee was just hype all year, and then obviously the end of the season was a giant queef. So they're obviously disappointed, not super hyped to go to the fucking expectations. Bowl game. Is exactly what I was about to talk about because like before. There was this BCS championship to get into. All the bowls mattered. Like you could only get put in whatever bowl you could get put in, depending upon what conference you were in. So it was good. Everyone cared about all of them, and they didn't want to have a BCS bowl because they thought it would make all the other bowls worthless, which it has. Also, it has. the first round yes. of the playoff and twelve-team extended playoff will be home games for the. Uh, it is exactly team. like Giorgio said. I it is, it first, has made all these games worthless. It's going to have to be the first two rounds, right? They're not. They're, they're not going to have on-site bowl or like uh, neutral site bowl games for three consecutive it should, weeks. It should be the first two rounds. Like yeah. it really should be maybe the final four is. Yeah. But like yeah, so those games will be home games for whoever's the higher seed. But right. Yeah. But the other part about this is then what do you do for the teams that are top four? Right. They're still going to get a bye. They've been off for thirty-five days. Mm-hmm. I would rather play three weeks in a row than the last two weeks. Well, Me I personally, I, I don't know if it's going to work that way. I think instead of having the long pause between the final game of the season and the first bowl game. I think the first bowl games are going to come quicker. Probably, right? Then you're going to have to eliminate the rest of these games. No, you're not. Why? How there's, would you play around them, I guess? You're no not going to have to play around them. Just like the last two weeks there's been minimal football. Some of these meaningful games are going to happen in this mid-period. Okay. Like the, the week after the conference championships, probably. You would think for the... like Exactly. You're not going to have... If, if it's... How, what is it? An 18 playoff? No, 12. 12. So it's 12 teams. You're going to have six somewhere, depending on how things fall, you'll have probably, yeah, seven non-conference winners in there. Maybe. I hope, I hope unless not. you unless you have yeah, well I mean You should send you should send all the, the P five conference winners. Like not it's, not every is, not every conference not winners. every yeah, but not every G five conference winner is gonna make it no, to no, the top it's, twelve. It's no. the top G five team. So you're gonna have so you're gonna have six non conference winners there from the P five. From the yeah. P five. Or potentially five if there's a, if there's like two really good non yeah, maybe like G five teams. Either way the other G five team, maybe there'll be a conference winner, maybe not. You know, yeah. Knows? So I mean there's a, there's certainly a world in which like I don't know, Boise State and yeah, BYU yeah. could be really fucking yeah. good in the same year. So there's gonna be like the week after the conference championships, that's when the first round of the the playoffs are gonna have to start. Which so, may, actually I fucking love that. Well, looking right? at but looking at it, number twelve that, that would be this week, right? Yes. Like this the yes, CFP would. would technically start yeah. this weekend and then it would be next weekend would be the second round. And looking at this, number twelve here is Washington. Um 
Are you, are you amped about that? I mean, right the now, the only thing I like about it is the any given Sunday thing because there, there are going to be upsets. Like yeah. just the same way that the what is it the fucking five twelve upset that happens in the fucking basketball mm-hmm. tournament every year. There's going to be some variety of that, and in this it'll tournament. feel so much better in college football. And then it'll, it'll feel start so wild. It'll, but, it'll, but here's it'll the, build a weird mystique, like oh no, you're the fucking three six man or whatever the fuck it is. Like, right, yeah, man, you guys better be careful or whatever the fuck. But here's the weird thing about it. So take this twelve team <laughs> with Washington. They're playing Texas, right? Texas is without Bijan Robinson that was mm. announced and all this stuff. I'm, I'm on current odds in my bookie, by the way. Um, Texas is still favored by four. And that's an eight and four Texas team over Washington, who would be the 12th seed. Um, without their best player. Yeah, but here's what usually happens. Uh, like every North Carolina last year, they came in as what, an eight seed? Yes. In the, ba- in the basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're an yep. eight seed. Yeah, yeah so... They made it pretty far because that was a good team that happened to have some problems. And it happens in the NFL all the time too. It happens in in uh, baseball as well. Like a team like the fucking Phillies or Braves who struggled at some point during the year for one reason or another, who came back and won their division at the end or made the playoffs at the end. Now they're a fucking threat. It's going to happen in college football too. Also, I don't remember where I heard it, but uh, most dogs in college football bowl games outright win the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, you've got to decide who, who actually cares in this game. But don't you also think that the committee is going to choose the rankings differently knowing that there's a 12-team playoff than they do now? I doubt they put a whole lot of thought into the 5 through fucking 12 right now. Probably not. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah. Is, it is, is what yeah. it is. They probably just stick straight with the numbers and don't think about anything else. Yeah, but I, going back to this uh, Alabama-Kansas State game, I, I simply can't bet it because – I don't know if these starters will play the whole game. Yeah, it's hard I, to say. I, I sure wouldn't. What if they do and they lose still? If if Alabama's all of Alabama's best players play, then they would stomp Kansas State. They're just not that good this year. Who? Can, or Alabama. At Alabama, they're worst. Because, uh, look, the knock on them this year is they didn't have any receivers, right? They have no weapons. Uh, they have no weapons, correct, right? Um, their running back is a superstar. Their quarterback's a superstar. Their defense is still pretty decent. Uh, I still think they roll Kansas State. Um, I watched them play in that TCU game. Uh, I like the Deuce Vaughn kid. I think he's very good. The rest of that team is just kind of trash to me. Um, I'm not a big fan of the quarterback, and uh, I don't know how they win this game. I mean, their top receivers only got 47 receptions. So it's like uh, he's got now, two TDs. Now, you're going to have to – Repeat to me Michigan's wide receiver stats. Well, they yeah. don't throw the ball. Yeah, and Michigan, and by yeah. the way, uh, we'll, wow, we'll, interesting. We'll Check get to out. that. We'll get to that. Neither does Kansas State that much. Do you want to compare the the running back core from Michigan to Kansas State? Yeah, though? and who's is in the playoffs? The, is Kansas uh, actually, State in the playoffs uh, r- right now? Well, they would be in the uh, out if they would be in the if it was a twelve team playoff because they won the conference. Also, right now, uh, I mean that's a that's a dream. That's two years away. Well, that's reality. K State has the best running it's like back. Like saying of, a prisoner between, is getting out in two years. Between Michigan and Kansas State, K State has the best healthy running back right now. Mm-hmm. Who? Deuce Vaughn. Absolutely not. I would over, take. I would take Edwards over Vaughn in ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Ten seconds. The last two games, four hundred and fifty yards for Edwards. I mean, it's fucking gnarly, dude. Deuce Vaughn's going to be like a legit player in the NFL. Deuce Vaughn is five six, one hundred and seventy six pounds. Right, he's going to be exactly what Darren Sproles was, or uh, uh, even. What's his nuts? Fuck from um, that went to play for Tampa Bay back in the day. I think you're thinking of Jacksonville, Maurice Jones, Drew. No, 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 like way back in the day. Fuck's his name. God damn it. Work done. Work done. Yeah, he was a he was a teensy little fella. 
Yeah, he was a dainty little man. Five six though. I, I don't know. <clears throat> they yeah, can't also, find I, him. I, you, you That's can. the whole appeal though. Also, like you can't find him behind the offensive line. He sneaks through because nobody can see where he is. We dude, have, we dude. only have one example in the history of the NFL. Maybe he's the guy. Who knows? And maybe he went, he, can- he went to Kansas State. Who did? Darren Sproles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So maybe they have found the magic formula with five, six running backs, and maybe those are the two that make it. Actually, I mean, in terms of college, five, six running backs are fucking awesome. Yeah, for sure. College-wise, just not not translating to the but pros. But the, I'm looking at their schedule right now. Frank Gore's 5'9". Kansas State didn't play a single good defense all season. Yeah, who was the best defense Kansas State played this year? Uh, TCU, probably. TCU, Missouri, and uh, Missouri. They beat forty to twelve. So, how good was Missouri's defense in that game? Uh, Missouri turned the ball over within our own thirty yard line like four times. I guess at so also at, same Missouri that gave Georgia their best game. They played at Iowa State, and he had ten carries for twenty three yards. Yeah, but he also got. I mean, yeah, one seventy against Tech, one fifty eight against Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's Big Ten football or Big Twelve football. They don't play defense. There. They don't play defense. Alabama that's plays also defense. An old rhetoric too. Oh, man, come on. Look at the scores we're looking at right here. Big 12 has never won a playoff game, ever. (laughs) That's not not relevant to this conversation. That isn't because, like, the Big 10 is what? Just Ohio State winning once or twice? But all these teams are top-heavy. Even the SEC is top-heavy. Like, that's what it is. That's what the big conferences are. They're all Mm, top-heavy. SEC is deep as fuck, man. Not this year. Yeah, this year. Who? Still this year. Georgia. year. Georgia, Georgia's good. Who else was good this year? You just said Tennessee was dog shit and that they were overhyped. You that. said Alabama had no weapons. Who said Tennessee was dog shit? Bob did. H- Hooker got hurt. Bob did. Bob said that they were all hyped this year. You just said that no. 10 minutes ago. No, I didn't at all. I, was words never left my mouth. No. Somebody said Tennessee was all hype. No, and said I, Tennessee I heard it. was a hype train. Hype tra- oh, I'm sorry. So what was the hype train? What, would you want to clarify what that meant? We said I the mean, hype train because they were undefeated, them. and then that the crowd and their fan base was excited for the they season. They were a good goddamn team right. this year. And then it was a queef at the end of the season, so obviously they're clearly disappointed, so they, didn't, they don't really want to shell out. So for are the they, Florida, are they good Florida team had a down year. Exactly. No, I, yeah. are they, I'm asking you, are they a good team or not this yes. year? Was Tennessee a good team? LSU. Te- they four losses. They got absolutely fucking murdered. By Georgia. Uh, they lost four other fucking games, man. I mean, yeah, it was in the, in the Florida. SEC. In the SEC, Florida lost the Florida seven State. games this year. Okay, Florida wasn't good. This it year. was a down year for the SEC. It, it's okay to say it. Still beat Utah. It's okay to say it. I know because Utah wasn't very good. The man, SEC. Was, are you really going to make me defend the SEC right now? The best I, this year. The SEC. The, this year, the best conference in college football this year by a fucking mile. Do you know how bad the Big Ten was this year? How embarrassing the Big Ten was this year. That's every year. Do you though. know how many playoff teams are from the Big Ten this year? <laughs> Good lord! All right, great, dude. How, the rest you of that Michigan, conference you picked ass. Michigan yeah. to win the national championship. I, I stand by that. The conference still fucking sucks. It sucks, though. and Michigan played nobody in non-conference. And the fact that they're there is just because the rest of college football just beat up on each other. Uh, okay, but for for Bob picking Michigan over Georgia in the national championship, what would you like to say to Bob then for that pick? That is. I like that pick. I make that pick because I like the style. Because Georgia specifically is vulnerable to that style of play this year. They've shown it in every game they've played a team like that. Their run defense is allowing 1.9 yards per carry. That's all Michigan does is run the ball. How does that style match up? Because they have the same... When they play teams similar to them, they do not perform well. And this is a team that is similar to them and a team that is more talented than the other similar teams they've played. But you, still, you, but you still have Michigan winning the national championship, right? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Okay, so then the Big Ten would be the best 
Division in football, correct? No, no. no. we're no. talking Not depth. We're talking just general conference, top to bottom. Yeah, like if you took the entire SEC and played ten games against with random teams against uh, uh, any other conference, they would win eight out of those ten games. I, look, I'm looking at the rankings, guys. Uh, we got Penn State, we got Ohio State, and we got Michigan. The SEC doesn't have that many teams up there. Well, I'm sorry, you guys played. The rest of your conference is just so bad. Bob picked them to win the national championship. So they must be pretty goddamn good if they're going to beat Georgia. I picked Ohio State to win the national championship. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't both mean both anything. of you guys picked Big Ten teams no one's to attacking, win the national championship. No one's saying Michigan and Ohio, Ohio State are bad. We're, We're saying, saying the other the 12 teams conference. in the conference are fucking dog shit. Penn State is eight. They're they not good, mediocre. and they're going to get so They've exposed. They've lost twice. They're going to get exposed. Yeah, Penn State is not very solid. To Michigan they, and Ohio State. Penn State will probably be good next year, but this year they're not great. It's a down year for the SEC, and it's fine to admit it, dude. I mean, going through the rankings here. It's just like shit. if you lose four games in the SEC that are really close and hard-fought games, but like you lose two games in the Big Ten, it, do, it doesn't – like. there's no like – I don't know – you can't like compare the two. But you said all year how Jesus. deep the Big I mean, Twelve there's, is. There's literally not a single Big Ten team ranked after Penn State. No, it's bad. That's what I'm saying. Every I just so you said, have three I, ranked teams. Yes, but so they're like all it's all top heavy. More, yeah, but if Penn State lost SEC anybody teams, else, it would be the SEC has six ranked teams. The, there are more SEC teams in the top ten than there are Big Ten teams in the rankings at all. The Pac-12 and SEC both have six ranked teams. Sure. Sure. Uh, look, guys, so I, I, can only, I can only go by the playoffs. All right. Much tougher schedule. So, yeah, they beat up on each other. They don't get into the playoff. It's that simple. Okay. You guys have an easier road to the playoff. Every year, you have a, like a fucking cakewalk to the playoff. Well, I not, mean, look, I'm looking at LSU. They weren't anymore. a very good team. Not anymore, though, right? Because this is the interesting wrinkle about the 12-team playoff is that uh, teams like Alabama, who usually have a squishy schedule outside the SEC, um, and then Big Ten teams are going to have to play. You, at, towards the end of the season, you're going to have to play some meaningful games. Mm-hmm. right? Which I don't necessarily... And Clemson as well, by the way. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing for those programs. The The reason Clemson gets... They, they won one title, but they should have won two, if not three, to be honest. And the reason they didn't win more is because uh, they fucking showed up to the CFP and played a real football team for the first time all season, mm-hmm. every single and year. And you should be rewarded for taking those like <clears throat> non-conference games, like Ohio State did this year, first game of the season against Notre Dame. That should be rewarded. Yeah, for and you're, the- you open up against Oregon again next year, don't you? Uh, Oregon was the last two years. Alabama's the next two, and then Texas mm. the, the two after that. But, but Michigan opened up with like Hawaii. Yeah. But, but besides that, once you move to a 12-team playoff, right, do you even play in your championship games, or do you sit the kids knowing that there's you're, you got 12 teams? It's an auto bid. But why pay, why play the extra game if you don't yeah, have to? Yeah, I mean, to? if you're already ranked that high, it, it's, it's, an inter- it's about seeding at that point. Yeah. Right? So who knows? You want that. You definitely... Want the buy? You want, well, you want the buy, or you want the fucking home field but advantage. Take, take, sure. George, take Georgia this year. They finished at one. Even if they lost, they still would have been in the top four. Do you play any of your players? Yes, the conference championship? championships matter. Yes, yes. You, your name. You get, a, you, you get a, a date in a rafter. You get your name in the history books. Conference championships effing matter. They don't matter to you because a, you're a Braves fan, and b, you're an Ohio State fan. Yeah. So like, it's just like expected every year. Yeah, but I, but if you look at it just from an injury standpoint, why risk it if you're Georgia? Are, are, why play the games at all then? Are uh, uh, basketball conference championships that big of a deal? ACC titles are a big oh, yeah. deal. Yeah. 
other than the ACC. Also, an auto bid. No, Big Ten. Big Ten basketball. Yeah, but if you're if you're even in the game, right, you're already in the tournament. It depends because some teams have to win the tournament to get in at all. So. Not, not, not not one P five team yeah, in a yeah. fucking conference championship. Uh, no, well, unless it's unless somebody goes on a miracle run. And the Big Ten hasn't won a national championship in basketball since uh, Michigan State in two thousand one. So like mm. Big Ten championships really mean a lot. And Izzo's still walking around with a lot of street cred. And that team hasn't been good in a fucking long time. Yeah, yeah. like I yeah. like Tom Izzo. Up, shit, yeah, I, look, he always brings them to the Final Four, and uh, they don't get the most talented guys up there. Um, they got Draymond Green. What else do you need? That was fucking ninety years ago. I mean, he's he's old as shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, just looking at these teams here that are that are up against it, it just doesn't feel like they care. The fans care. Nobody cares um, for this. Well, yeah, but but next year these maybe are, in two are they, years. I guess they the will. year after. Yeah, yeah, these games are actually meaningful. Then nah, maybe in two years. Yeah. I don't know what that's going to look like. To be honest, every program in the country from Alabama and Ohio State all the way down to fucking Hawaii. If they even have one, they hang banners for conference championships. Oh yeah, and football for sure. Conference championships matter. But well, I think. But, but, but take a, the Big but Ten. That fu- was just invented five years ago. Yeah, that wasn't a, that's, that was a new thing to only get into the playoffs. And it's it's all in the same with the ACC, by the yeah. way. And it's a football thing, but the the analog in basketball, most people don't give a fuck about conference champ, or it's fans don't talk about it. You don't. You're not going to hear. Uh, a Texas fan be like, oh, we won the fucking Big 12 Conference Championship in basketball. You either win the tournament or you don't, right? So I wonder if eh. the 12-team playoff is going to change that for football. I don't y- think it will. You don't even yeah. have to win the championship in basketball. You just got to make the Final Four. That's what I'm saying. Dude. That's what I'm saying. And, yeah. and, that, and that's kind of but how it, I feel but about Mizzou brags about an Elite Eight bid. Yeah. Yeah, sure, but Sweet like 16, it, it's, like it's relative, but they don't. nobody is ta- walking around talking about being the fucking conference champ because – even if you win the conference championship and you don't win, you don't go to the final four at least, well, then it's like you're a conference champ that didn't go to the final the four. Bas- basketball's the only sport like that, though, I think. Tell that to Coach K. I'm pretty sure he has like a lot of, like, a lot of missed opportunities in ACC Sure, but he's the fucking... First of all, that's the ACC, which is the best basketball conference. And secondly, he's the saving of basketball. He's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder if there being a 12-team playoff now is going to change what people value. That's what I, I wonder, too. I don't know the answer to it because I, I, I don't, I don't know the answer to any of these things, how they decide which games to play and which not and how much. Well, like, the general population doesn't live where Ross lives, where it's playoff or bust every it, year. It's not mm. that, but like even you guys said it earlier where it's just like, is there is there even four great teams this year? No. 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 There, ne- there never is. But that the other part of that is that – that- the top talent on every single one of these teams is going somewhere else relatively soon. And that also doesn't have to ruin football. Like, I can still enjoy, like, if we reach, I don't know, like a New Year's Six Bowl or, mm-hmm. like, we win our conference. Like, to us, the general population, the people that aren't going to these big programs, which is 99% of the people that watch college football, they're um, going to appreciate, I don't know, just like yeah, um, also, I, I season. also, the back half of this playoff, Ohio State and TCU, aren't good enough to not get jumped up and bit you know what i mean i look to me in all honesty you could have gone back to the the, the regular rules this year and it georgia was undefeated michigan was undefeated and then the two of them play um i don't yeah but to your your guys point at the desk how do you keep the players in the game even in a 12 team playoff if you're a fucking if you're a borderline 12 ranked team and you're getting into the playoff, but you're about to get drafted first overall, how do you convince that kid to play? Yeah, you couldn't, having, even, you couldn't even convince a kid from Ohio State to fucking yeah. play in the, in the playoffs. Well, he hasn't played all year. 
still, he's healthy. Well, Todd, for, Todd McShay said he's healthy. He said all the NFL scouts know he's healthy. Everybody knows. Well, hopefully he's just uniquely a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not. It's happened before. There's there's other New Year's Six games that are happening without the, the superstars. This is the first time, though, like a guy sat out of the playoffs. Sure, but, you know, do you think that these top players from Clemson – and Tennessee would have continued playing if they were in the uh, oh yeah if there was a twelve team playoff one hundred percent one hundred percent especially Tennessee and definitely Clemson too with Dabo and like that weird situation who's and ranked twelfth right now Washington Washington, Washington. so you think Washington Phoenix would have played yeah I don't know man there's more money coming into college yes yeah, give, not, give not to him years. his I, well he wants to go fucking play professional football and sign a big contract somewhere and play in the NFL. He doesn't happen if he gets hurt in a meaningless game, and Washington isn't beating the number one seed. They wouldn't. I know, I know, because yeah, yeah. of the bye. But it would be the next round. But the yeah. next round they would, and there's no fucking way. So what, what do you do? You're, you're adding each one of those instances from a statistics standpoint is more likelihood that your career is over and you never get paid. But athletes at that level, a lot of them don't think that way. They think they can beat. Yes, they think they can be the one that knocks off the number one seed. But then what does that do for Washington's program as far as bringing money in in the future? Like, the better that they do, the more money that they can pay the people behind them and then build But not the up. kids. They can't pay the kids, right? And that's the problem. These universities have been making billions yeah. of dollars off of these kids, basically slave can, labor for 100 now. years. Yeah. The kids can go make their own money outside the program, yeah. The program, the program can program. facilitate sure. making that money. Yeah, but but, but the, the top guy, NIL-wise, <laughs> was Bryce Young, and he made $4 million this year, and rightfully so. He's the, he's the best quarterback in the country. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to go number one. What? But besides Bryce Young... But guess what, who? Guess years? what you can do. It's, it's a long-term investment, too, with the school, because guess who makes his entire living now just being a UT mascot, essentially. It's Vince Young. Mm. He didn't, I mean, he was rookie of the year in the NFL, and then he just kind of fell out and was kind of a bit of a bust. But every time he's in Austin, he can just sling his name and just yeah. be like, I'm Vince Young. But this, and they, and they try to convince you that when you go on these recruiting trips, but, but will it stick? It, I, I don't it will, know. Because it's a better product. Like college football is a better product than the NFL, and the more money you add to it, the more drama we add to it, and the more entertaining and fun it gets. Yeah, but it's not a better product for the individual participating in it if the end result for them is money. If they're trying to get paid, if they're trying to maximize their value as a top-level athlete, they don't give a fuck about prestige at a university why yeah. would they well if it's about money too you're you're thinking long term you're thinking 20 years 30 years you go back to town you open up a restaurant with your name on it these kids aren't thinking that dude they're thinking about their fucking yeah. signing bonus and trying to get at least two contracts their rookie and a follow contract in the nfl yes that's all they care about yep. and you're not going to convince like saban has done it somehow but he is the outlier in every way that a coach or anybody in any performance can be an outlier. But he's also the greatest college football coach of all <laughs> yeah. time. So, so I, don't, it's like, I don't know how. Like I, I don't think Michigan and Ohio State and Clemson and Georgia and LSU and and and, and Alabama and these teams are going to have trouble with this at all. I'm worried about the teams like ranked eight through twelve. How do you get that? Like how do you make that last thirty three percent of the tournament interesting? I think it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be need problems. Upset. You need upsets. You you there there should be some early ones. Like it, it, it should be, uh, but it depends on who plays. Like if Hooker yeah. was healthy <clears throat> at a six, would he play? Yeah, maybe because it's Tennessee. And maybe a twelve team not guaranteed. In a twelve like team tournament, pick. yeah. In yeah. a twelve like, team tournament, he would yeah. have to. It's a, a showcase game for him because he's not going to be like a top pick in the NFL. We'll find out. I mean, I, I, me personally, I don't think more competition is better. Financially, it is. Gambling wise, it is. Um, and obviously, I've said this a million times on the show. If it weren't for gambling, 
I wouldn't be watching it. Um, but uh, yes, from a financial standpoint, it makes sense. Whether or not these kids will think that, I'm with Dan. Mm. I, I don't necessarily think they will. I mean, there's just so well, maybe, much money on that first contract. Maybe, I mean, look, it's an open market now, and the, the university does has some influence on the NIL money. So they're going to have to fucking leverage that in some way. Because look, you leverage that, and, and the kids get some kind of profit share or something from the ball games. Yeah, that that would keep people around. I think. I think so too. There, <laughs> something's going to have to change, though, uh, in order for this to continue, mm. and at least keep the best talent there. Uh, we'll get to the actual uh, college football playoff games now. Uh, TCU against Michigan is up first. Uh, that is the four o'clock game, Eastern Standard Time. Michigan is uh, minus seven and a half in this one. The over under is fifty eight and a half. Who you got, D'Anthony? Uh, I'll take Michigan at seven and a half. Okay, um, man, this has been a tough one for me all day because uh, I knew we were doing this show. I'm going to take TCU, but I think Michigan wins. I think it's it's that half point that gets me. I think Michigan wins by a touchdown. That half point fucking gets me in this, and I think they'll keep it close. The only thing that Michigan has not been up against this year is a running quarterback, and it's difficult when you're not used to it. Um, Duggan has one of those fucking personalities, man. Well, he can put the team on his back. I think he'll keep this game close. Um, Michigan has a really fucking good defense, and uh, ultimately I think they win. It's that half a point that has bothered me all fucking day. Um, I don't even give a shit the quorums out. I think Edwards is a better running back, um, and uh, and I think they're fine there. Uh, obviously, the quarterback's been the same, and then nothing else has really changed for Michigan. All those guys who are out are going to be uh, healthy for this game, uh, including Shoemaker there. That's uh, that tight end from Michigan who I fucking hate because he's really goddamn good. Um, but I will take TCU plus the points, but I think Michigan does win, and I think it's going to be by half a point. And uh, and this game will probably be pretty entertaining because mm-hmm. of Duggan will be able to run around and, uh, well, and Quentin, try to they, figure it out. TCU also has the best receiver in college football in Quentin Johnson. How's his health, by the way? Is he I okay? I don't know. Okay. Because um, in the last game we saw, he went down for a spell, came out of the game, and then went back in. Mm. I don't know what the extent of that injury was. Um, was he hurt for a majority of the season here? He's only got 53 receptions. He's been in and out. Okay. Yeah, he's kind of been dinged up. What's his, be uh, what's his health? What was the problem with him? I mean, he had a lot of things. But he, he had an entire month to get ready for this game. He should be all right. Okay, so he's good to go in this one? Yeah. yeah. And he's going to be... If he's good to go in says, this one, yeah. He says he's feeling 85 to 90%, uh, 90% healthy right now, and that he'll feel 100% by the Fiesta Bowl. Mm, that's a stupid thing. Uh, well, say. that's what every kid Just says. Random the, fucking numbers that don't mean from anything. Ohio State. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's going to be the first. Right As it stands right now, he'll be the first receiver taking the NFL draft. So he's got something to play for here. He definitely does. And, he can, so does and Duggan entered, by the way. So Duggan yeah. entered yesterday. So he's got something to play for. And this is a massive, massive showcase game against the second best defense in the nation here. So if these guys show out, their draft stock goes way the fuck up. And I understand it. But Michigan's defense, if, if Edwards plays his normal game, um, it's going to be hard for TCU because Michigan will be able to control that clock pretty well. Yes. I just don't. I, I don't see how they can fucking even stay close in this game. Now, if Corum was playing, <clears throat> I, I would uh, have taken this past the spread all day long because Corum and Edwards together are mm. fucking disgusting. Uh, but since sources are saying he is out, um, I wish the Ohio State kid would have done the same and not fucking 
said anything, just so you can game plan for it. Um, if Corm was playing, though, I said they would have beat the seven and a half without him out there. Edwards will be tired, and uh, I, I think this game is close. And it's a this is probably a pretty fun game to be honest with you because Michigan has not faced a running quarterback yet. Uh, next up is the eight o'clock game: the Ohio State University against Georgia. This line has been all over the place. They took it off the board for a week. Uh, it is back on. It came back on at seven. It is now dropped down to minus six and a half for UGA. There is a lot of people betting on Ohio State. I've read every article I could on this to try to figure out why. Um, same situation with the backup running back for Ohio State, Mayan Williams. I, identical to what uh, Johnson said, the wide receiver at a TCU. He said he's at about 85 to 90, and he should be 100% by the game. I don't know if either of those statements is true out of kids cause, just because they want to fucking play. Yeah. Um, he even tried to play in the, the Michigan game and then ended up in a walking boot two, two plays later. So... Who fucking knows is if that Dallin Hayden kid or Hayden uh, plays for Ohio State? I'd like to see what he can do. But you're up against the fucking greatest defense there is. The one thing that a lot of analysts have said, and there's a couple guys from ESPN that picked a, a Ohio State in this one, is uh, um, the secondary for Georgia. Yes, they can be exposed. Uh, Ringo's great. He will probably be on, and he's a first rounder. He'll be on Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, Egbuka is still over a thousand yards. Ohio State's the only team in uh, college football with two one thousand yard receivers here. I think Ohio State's only shot is to go for sixty and have a race to sixty. I mean, they've got to fucking. And they've got to throw it through the air all day long. They have to establish the run game right out of the bat to be able to do that. Because otherwise, that yes. pass rush from Georgia is going to butt fuck them right into the ground. I, I Especially agree. with CJ Stroud's inability to come out quick in a game. I don't know what that is. Maybe they need to give them some fucking crystal meth. There's a uh, nationwide uh, 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 Adderall shortage right now. Maybe, mm. maybe that's his fucking problem. Maybe. He comes out lackadaisical as fuck in the first like, two series of every single every game. Every game, and it's you can't so afford un- that against Georgia. No. Um, so I think that's the only shot uh, <clears throat> for, for Ohio State. And then you need one of those off games from Stetson Bennett. It, you know, Every two games, he's off. And I guess you're hoping for that in this one. This spread, though, still boggles my mind at minus six and a half. Yeah, it's crazy. I thought this would have been a lot higher. This Mm -hmm. is going to be tough. Like the two most similar teams Georgia played to this, maybe I guess you could say three most, but definitely two most are are Tennessee Tennessee. and Oregon. But Tennessee doesn't have any running backs. Um and they only had one receiver. I don't. I don't know who the other receiver is for Tennessee. They, when you're in that hypo system, all your receivers are dudes. So Ohio State is is loaded on that end again. Ekbuka is over a thousand yards. Uh, the third string guy who's playing for Injigma is uh, that Julian Fleming, the number one receiver out of Texas. He's fucking great as well. So that's fine. Yeah, you have nothing but studs. Nothing but studs there. The the tight end was hurt uh, wearing some fucking Terminator arm brace in the Michigan game. Uh, it appears as if he'll be healthy. Um, we get caught, caught in recency bias and we're like, oh, Ryan Day is just such a miserable coach. Fire him. Fuck him. And it's just like, no, he's going to have an entire month to game plan. I think you guys are going to be fine. I think Ohio State's going to cover. I don't know. It's six and a half, though. And so it's I, I'll wait until this actually drops. If this gets to seven and a half, I'm, I'm this, I feel the same way about this Michigan TCU game. If it got to seven and a half. I think it could be a one-score game. 
I do not feel comfortable taking this at six and a half right now. Mm. So I would, I would buy up a point on this. One thing I'm definitely going to do, though, is tease both of these and take Georgia minus 13 and a half and then take uh, TCU plus 14 and a half. That would mean Michigan would have to win by two touchdowns in that game mm. and, and Georgia two touchdowns in this game. And I think that feels like the safest play for me uh, for these two games. But I would wait till the the game itself. I would wait till the day of um, and see what the actual injury report is for this. There's no rush to bet any of these games, to be honest, no. especially because some key players are fucking questionable. Yeah. So I, I would wait uh, on both of these. Even with the, the Johnson injury, if he doesn't play for TCU, I, Michigan rolls them. He's going to play. He's going to play, But, but is yeah. he going to be effective? And <clears throat> right. that's the same thing with Mayan Williams for Ohio State. Like, I, he said the, literally word for word the same thing, and maybe they're fucking homies or something. But, like, if, they, if something happens and they end up out and they're not great, I think both of these spreads get fucking trounced. So we'll see. Um, this will be a... Day of decision, and then obviously in my fucking dirty basement somewhere, uh, I'll be throwing a shit ton of money on, a, on the money line uh, that's in a dark corner of the world that's, uh, that only I know about. But publicly, I'm going to take uh, the teaser here on both of these teams, and I think that feels pretty safe in this game. Or in both of these games, actually. Um, but if Stroud comes out, like you said, and he's off the first two series, Georgia could win this game by 28 points. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, I mean... Stetson Bennett, say what you want about him, but he's a fucking winner. And he's 25. What's he nervous about? Well, he's already, he just won. I, I know, but he's, he's also 25 years old. <laughs> like, you don't have. Same age as Lamar Jackson. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't have the same pressure as a 19, 20 year old kid um, who's playing to be, you know, first pick in the draft, uh, like a lot of these kids are here. And uh, you, you don't, it's not the same pressure at 25 years old. What do you care? Because Stetson Bennett, I think, is a lifelong backup, right? He will never start for an NFL team. Probably he won't not. be in the NFL. I think he might get drafted for being a winner and just being so. a career Dude, backup. Ken, Ken fucking Dorsey got drafted. I yes. know he never yep. made an active yep. roster, I don't think, it, with the or the 49ers, but he, he got drafted. And he played forever. Yeah. The game done changed. Mm. All right. There's so many quarterbacks in these Elite 11 camps. And, I mean, when if you're 20, he's, a, he's 25 already, so he's old as fuck. He has no chance. Winky got drafted when he was 28 years old. Yeah. I look at it like, like take a Baker Mayfield, for example. Baker Mayfield will never, in his heart, want to be a backup quarterback. Therefore, I think he probably goes to the NFL Network or something after this, whereas Stetson Bennett would love it. He would love to be a, a 10-year backup in the NFL. Yeah, make $40 a, million. Yes, what a dream life that would be. Um, and by the way, him being 25, I'm only making fun of it because I'm jealous. Like, holy shit, if you could still be in college trying to go for back-to-back national championships at 25 years old, as far as pussy goes, your life never gets better than that. I mean, ever. There, there's better places than Georgia to have that happen, I guess. But <laughs> Not many. <laughs> Not many. Athens. I mean, Athens is the best college town I have ever been it's to. One of, it's, it's, it's up there for me. <laughs> It's not the best college town for puss, though, in my opinion. I was impressed. I was impressed as well. As far as the SEC, it's up there. I'm from Georgia, man, and I was impressed. The SEC is not exactly swimming in puss. You know what I mean? Like, Tennessee is pretty legit. It depends what you It depends on the school. Tennessee, Florida, LSU, Ole Miss. 
Well, the biggest one Georgia, is, uh, Alabama. The biggest one's Bama because Bama's become a national school. Yeah. Like I, I don't know if you guys remember on TikTok at the beginning of the school year or whatever, but that those Bama Rush TikToks, nothing but fucking smokes for the most part, and none of them were from Alabama. They're all it from was the Northeast. Hilarious when they when they would show someone from Alabama, it was just like this fucking troll, bridge troll. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had uh, the Demilio family on the show, and they said the uh, the daughter was going there, hot as fuck. Uh, she, actually, she obviously backed out because she's making $18 million a year off TikTok, but whatever. Um, and so just to, to clarify, because, again, I really don't follow teams outside the top 10 unless I'm gambling on them. This Cotton Bowl is a New Year's Six Bowl, correct? Okay. Yeah. So because I'm, I'm trying to figure out the spread here and why. Uh, this is Tulane against USC. And USC is only favored by two and a half. Caleb Williams. Yeah, Caleb Williams isn't playing. Now, I know he's out, but still the backup for... USC. This is the first year of that program. It, it is. So they don't have the they don't have a deep bench of recruits like that. Plus, most of their fucking players came through the portal, anyways. They did. Who, who is the backup quarterback though for USC? Who the fuck knows? Well, I mean, this is going to decide who I'm. I'm it's probably bet on. whomever the backup quarterback was last year. Tulane's pretty solid. Miller Moss, maybe. I don't know who that is. He's twelve for fourteen this year. Oh man, he looks like a date rapist. <laughs> He's just got that look. That's the best you can hope for out of your backup quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It could be so much worse. All right, let's see the starting QVs for this game. Uh, He's a redshirt freshman. Yeah, this is probably going to be your starter, Miller Moss. I mean, in the the games he's played, he's looked pretty good, apparently. But He's a a four-star from California. Mm. I mean, he played against – all of his stats are against Colorado and Rice. Is yeah. anybody else sitting out for USC in this game? Probably, um, probably one or two guys. I don't know. All right, and I'm gonna I, look at two and a half. I still think the B team for USC beats Tulane in this game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take USC this in this game. The biggest game in Tulane football history. Tickets are eight dollars. Are Die and Jones both playing at running back? Because that, that no would... Die is out. He had a season. He had a knee injury. Uh, uh, but don't. his backup was pretty good. <clears throat> I don't know. His backup was pretty good, and that's uh, Tulane plus nine in and a half game. Are you gonna you're gonna drive this up to nine and a half? Yeah, I'm just gonna say because of just the sheer vastness of the program, I'm gonna go USC minus two and a half in this game. Um, oh, this is in Jerry World. Mm-hmm. Tickets are fucking eight dollars at Jerry World. Massive, massive. Yeah, there's sixty five thousand people in that motherfucker. Bigger, massive stadium and two. Schools with tiny fan bases. Right. You can fit $100,000 in Jerry. I know USC. 100,000 people in Jerry. Yeah. I know USC is a national brand, but that's a private school. $51 for lowers, man. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, look, if you're in the area and want to go see this uh, game, 51 bucks is not bad for lowers, bro. I mean, that's you'll never get into a Cowboys fucking Texans game for $51 in the lower well, levels. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Are there any national Tulane fans that didn't go to the school? I don't even know no, how many people go to Tulane in general. Louisiana is pretty close it's to Tulane's Dallas. A, yeah, right? Tulane's a private. Yeah, it's close. Tulane's it's close. a private school, though. It's tiny. Fourteen thousand non-national brands. So total like, enrollment. No one's a t-shirt Tulane fan. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to take USC in this one. You're going to drive this up to nine and a half. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take it by a field goal. Just sheer pride. I in just this don't one. think USC gives a fuck about this game. Probably not. Probably, and that's what makes all this so fucking difficult. Uh, but this is the, the day after, and the, the junkie in me will bet it, which is the only reason I'll watch this fucking game. And as, as a reminder, tonight, uh, 
Liberty Toledo and the fucking FAU stadium at FAU stadium is the Boca Raton bowl. Oh, the mouth of the rat. Yeah. It's uh right now it's Toledo minus three and a half is the spread, but mm-hmm. I took, um, let's see. I believe I took Liberty at plus four and a half. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's, I, I took that a couple a while back. So the one, if I'm going with Hart here on this one, uh, I'm going to take Mississippi State for Mike Leach. Uh, I don't think they lose that game for him. Um, I know. When's I think game? the defensive coordinator's <laughs> taking over. The spread was one and a half in that game. What game are you talking about? Uh, Mississippi State. Um, <clears throat> it's a. It's not in a big six game, but they just announced they were, they were going to play. So there was some speculation that they they would possibly miss the game because their coach died. Who fucking cares? I, Play the goddamn game. Look, they're playing the game. All right. <clears throat> they're playing the game, but I'll I think they win. Team. The I think Rely they win. Quest Bowl. Is that the, the, the what? Repeat that? Rely Quest. Is this the former Outback Bowl? Um, Damn, we got rid of the Outback Bowl? No, yeah. there's still an Outback Bowl, isn't there? No, no, this is the Outback Bowl. It's gone, dude. Oh, that sucks. It's gone. Fuck, because it was in Raymond James Stadium. Yeah. Well, so how, what are we going to do about the Bloomin' Onion situation? That, I don't know. I'm concerned about the status of Outback as a company now. They used to give out Bloomin' <laughs> Onion uh, hats, little foam hats for the game, uh, like cheese heads. Damn and it, coconut man. shrimp. So like whatever side wins, you would get that for free when you go to Outback. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, and then the other one, Pure Heart here. We'll talk about this tomorrow. We're, we'll cock tease the NFL show. But um, uh, Gardner Minshew is going to start for the Eagles. I'm all in. Money line. I'm money lining the fucking Eagles, dude, right. this weekend. And I think they fucking bash Dallas's soul into the ground and uh, completely defeat all fucking chances of winning a, a playoff game in Dallas. And, uh, and I love it. That game I will be watching front and center. The biggest game next week might be Thursday, the Jags at the Jets to be honest, because the Jags are on a roll. They can still get into the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence is fun to watch, mm-hmm. man. Um, he looks like he did in college now. He's running the ball. Mm-hmm. He's taking off. He needs to fucking tuck it a little better. Well, He should have fumbled towards the end. Yeah, but, uh, he also needs at least one receiver. Like, yeah, but you can see it turn around. Dude, Peterson was always a good coach. I don't know why he got fired from yeah. Philadelphia. <clears throat> he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. It's, I don't Every, the, Philly fans don't want to talk about that, although your guy's still doing pretty well. Sirianni's pretty good. Yeah. He, yeah, he's really goddamn good. So, I mean, it, I guess it worked out in the end, but there's no mistake on what happened last year versus this year down in Jacksonville. It is I, clearly the coach. I really think Jacksonville's going to take Quentin Johnston with their first pick. Maybe. They need a they need a one wide receiver. I think Kirk is a two. I think they've I think they got the seventh, sixth, seventh, or eighth pick somewhere around there. I hope Jackson Smith and Jigma doesn't even get drafted. I, I like I hope it's a free agent. I wouldn't signing. take him until later in the second round. I, I don't care how talented he is. Don't you still take gotta, him at all. You got to show up and play. Fuck that guy. Don't take him at all. Uh, He's definitely will. not going to be a lottery pick because then there you have to get a signing bonus. Yeah, they, I, the the Bears. Yeah. Justin Fields will talk him into it. You watch. I guarantee it. <laughs> That's that's where my money lies on that one. But uh, yeah, look, bet with us or against us on mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars. The NFL Pick'em Show is on tomorrow. Amp for that one because uh, I absolutely destroyed uh, this weekend. And uh, you're welcome for that. Got a ton of messages, and uh, we want all the goddamn things. So stay tuned for that tomorrow. Please go to iTunes, rate the show five star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify and just click a five star. That's all you got to do. Then you can walk right the fuck away there. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros College Football New York New Year's Six Pick'em Pod. Yeah, that's what we're calling it. Words. Pretty soon it'll be over. Words. Pretty soon it'll be over. It'll be 12. It'll be 90 teams by the time we're fucking 80. Good night, everyone. <laughs>